Okay. Man, let's, let's, a little bit, a little bit. Let's get into it, man. We here for another episode of the What's Good Bro podcast, man. The crew is in the building, man. We here, we here, we here. We ready to get into it, yo. The world has been moving. Yep. Yeah. Yo, so we got we got Dre in the building. What's good, everybody? We got JP over there. What's up, guys? And we got Sunny D right there. What's good, y'all? All right, and Coach K right here, man. We all holding it down, yo. So, you know, we got to take it with each other, man. What's been good with y'all? It's been a couple weeks for real, for real. Uh, what's been up, man? You want to start um, it off? I'll start it off. Right. Um, Man, look, you know, it's been it's been a little rough rough for me, man. You know, a couple, a couple more tragedies, you know, like basically, you know, uh, friends of family, like, you know, or even like, the the parents of friends it's it's been kind of kind of rough but you know we you know we pushing through it you know just trying to console friends and family and stuff but other than that career work wise we still pushing forward still progressing but yeah man you know keep it short and sweet it's just you know i'm here still in good health blessed feeling grateful more than everything um it kind of puts things in perspective you know, this this year has been, you know, it, it, it's definitely had its ups and downs. But, you know, you wake up another day and you got a chance to make yourself better, be better than the day before. All right, man. It's hard to hear that, yo. But that's some real mm-hmm. stuff right there, man. Hang in there, bro. Yeah, glad to hear you in good spirits, though. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Big facts. Big facts. Uh, what about uh, you, Dre? What's been good with you? Man, I've just been chilling, you know. <laughs> it's getting cold outside. It's getting, <laughs> it's getting darker earlier. So, you know. I'm just making my home nice and cozy because I ain't about to be leaving the house for nothing. I already work from home, so you know if you see me outside, <laughs> consider yourself blessed because I ain't gonna be out there too much longer. Too long. <laughs> Hell yeah! It is definitely that weather where it's like once you inside, yo, you inside. Like I no need to go back in the cold. Man. Good. And like I said, I work from home, so unless I'm going to go get some food or something. I'm in the house. I might, drive, I might drive my car like twice a week, and that's really just for football games. So outside of that, and I don't play in the winter. I ain't built for that. <laughs> Big facts. I respect How that. is that going, Dre? Hey, I got a championship tomorrow. Uh, so okay. hopefully we come back okay. with the shit. Okay. Yeah, man. Good luck, man. Thank you. Like slide out there, yo. Hey, you Patterson Park, baby. Patterson Park? Passing Park, 8.40. In the morning? At night. Or late. Oh, like, oh, I'm about to say, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's touching my bedtime, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, shit, it's 8 already? Fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Old man, JP, man. What's up, what's, what's up? What's good at, with you, though? Man, it's, it's, it's been a whole lot, bro. Uh, as y'all can see, we empty. Hey. Hey. It's empty here, you know. Uh, hey. Finally got that move that I was telling you all about. Got that done. <laughs> uh, dream come true, bro. You know, just to put your keys in the door and 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 everything that you uh, you know had out of place is still out of place. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, as I was telling y'all guys on camera, I, I definitely christened it my first night. If you know what I mean. Uh, um, Early. Yeah, early, but uh, yeah, man, uh, this this has been an amazing year for me, bro. Uh, everything that I manifested came came true, um, you know, and not 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 just with the move and everything, but just just progressing, bro. 
yeah. not a whole it, it, it's a blessing to, to to be able to you know look back on on your life and say damn i made it through that uh you know and i, I really have no complaints bro so you know just just blessed and highly favored man Hey, that's yeah, the beauty of life, man. You always get through it. You just yeah. don't see yourself doing it while you're in it. Exactly. Because it's like when you're doing you you complaining about it, but that shit, it, it, you never, you don't even notice that it's it's moving your life forward. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you're in the thick of things. So, yeah, uh, you know, hold a, on to that too, man. Yeah, I mean, that's you can a make it do all of it, yo. Yeah, exactly. And I just say to everyone listening, you know, whatever you're going through, you can make it through it. You know, if I can do it, you can do it. So, facts, facts, some real, shit. some real shit. All right, coach, come with the bars, yo. Man, the basketball season has ended. Uh, it's been a while, record. but uh, record. Uh, boys do. <laughs> What's yeah, the record? Uh, What's we, the record? Came, we came with. Uh, I forget the record. We came in fourth place, though. We we lost to the semifinals. Uh, All right. And, but you know, we only lost, I'll say, because a lot of my guys they played football mm -hmm. on the high school team, and it, it was the start of the football program. Oh, too, so, so they couldn't make it. That, 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 yeah, that definitely comes as a priority. I respect it. Um, but my team that showed up, they, we, we held it down the best we can, man. So we end up coming mm -hmm. in, uh, you could say third or fourth place. I'll take the third for real. Uh, but overall, it was a great season, man. Got a new group mm -hmm. of guys. So we're just going to keep mentoring and um, just staying connected with them. Throughout the season, I mean the off season, and you know, next year my guys they said they coming back, yo. So we we gonna we gonna try to run it back, we gonna run it back, be consistent, there you go. keep grinding, growing like like Jay was say for real. Uh, yeah, hey man, it can only get better, man. Right, 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 right. So, hey. how you feel you did as a coach? Uh, that's a good question, man. This season was it was different for me because uh, this I'm is your first year assistant coach. Yeah. Yeah, so I was the head coach, the only coach on my team. Next year, we definitely have a, another coach there for real. I ain't doing this shit by myself again. Like, nah, it was fun, man, but you definitely need an assistant coach there to, to just help everything out, man. Uh, yeah. We learned a lot, uh, but just keeping the team together, you know, collaborating, communicating, um, just making it work, man. I'm definitely proud of my guys from where we started and not really gelling to the point now where we really just a team. So um, that was definitely the, the highlight of the season, man. All right, Coach K out here sounding yeah, like Coach Pop. Hey, right. I'm trying to make something work, yo. I'm trying to make I need the championship in this league on some real stuff, yo. Hey. <laughs> and it's hard to coach because y'all don't practice, so it's like y'all just – it's right. game time and that's it. That's hard to coach. That's it. And then uh, the team that did win, yo, they, they – um. Man, they was undefeated the whole season for real. Oh, that's uh, the, the AAU nobody. team that was blowing everybody out. Yeah, yeah, they 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 ran a show for real. So it was good just to see them, them niggas on, practice. on the court. All right, man, they be practicing, running, playing. They do it all for real. It, it was it was cool. Yeah, that, that, they, they probably had grown men on the team. Yeah, that's <laughs> always the excuse. Team full of ringers. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah. Is, they they got people that's going to be millionaires within the next three to five years. Wow. There you go. These these are some, they were some ballers, man. They are really some ballers. So Damn. Hats off to them. Like that. Yeah, I, honestly, if they was the vote, they not allowed back in this league. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yeah. They must have been windmilling on that ass. The AAU training team or the traveling team or something like that, yo. They, they ain't got to be here, man. But it was, it was cool, yo. Man. Man. All the kids, yeah. yo, they, they, they want to play against them. You know, nobody can be them, but, you know. 
Yeah, they gotta be on. A, they they should be on those prep mixtapes. Those boys just throwing big oops, yo, dunking like three points half course. Like it, it don't matter, dog. Yeah, it don't matter. It was fun though. And then uh, we actually had a, a coaches versus um, they call them MITs. They're like the older guys on the team. Uh-huh. We did have a little coaches versus players game uh, earlier last week. That was bad. I'm so out of shape. I'm, about to say, you <laughs> I'm just going to ask you. <laughs> I'm so out of shape, yo. I went back to the gym the day after, yo. I'm just doing cardio now, yo. I'm just, I'm just running. <laughs> That's it, dog. I got to get back to the cardio. Oh, man. But, yo, right, so. it's good, man. Just checking yeah. with everybody, yo. So, uh, the world has been moving. Um, We can start on a good note, you know. Uh, a great movie just came out. Uh, Jay Z was a part of it, and uh, a lot of other people. Uh, the harder they fall, uh, yeah, y'all watch it. Mm-hmm. No, yes. tell me about it. Yeah, tell man, yeah. it was a good watch. It was a great watch. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of. It went straight to Netflix. It was good enough to start off in theaters. Okay. If they would have yeah. had, they they it should have had more promotion. Like I don't, I don't know. It was a great movie. Um, but I loved it though. I love the cast. Um, I love the characters that they portrayed. Like they, like you know, they had like a whole. They had an intro where they said like, yeah, the the story is fictional, but, but the characters are real. Existed. Those yeah, are real people, people yeah. existed. Like, and it was just a whole bunch of black cowboys. Um, and of course, you know the, the you know the cowgirls. I guess that's what you call them, cowgirls too. You know, a few outlaws. Um. But even um, what was um, what was his name? Nat Love, yeah. um, played by Jonathan Majors. He did great. Um, the the character played by um, Idris Elba, Rufus Buck. He was he was a great yeah. villain. Mm-hmm. You know, the ending was wild, my nigga. I did not see that coming. That uh, ending was wild. <laughs> I think the beginning and the ending, the whole thing was wild for me. It was, it was just thing. dope to see. It was so fresh. It was a different type of perspective. You know, I, mm. I feel like we just haven't had a movie like that in a minute. Um, so yeah, the cast was it was dope. it was dope to see. Uh, I'm with you on that, man. All yeah. around good watch, huh? All around anything, yeah. anything with Regina King might be gold. It just might be gold, <laughs> yeah. yo. Like, I know she's in that job. Yeah, huh? she is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's a great movie. I, I think it was like you said, Sonny. It's real important to, to mention that those are real people. So, mm-hmm. like, it's real important yeah. to for us to just know that you, you know, black people existed everywhere in this country, and we mm-hmm. did everything that you know they thought that we didn't do. So we was cowboys. We was <laughs> wasn't just thugs. It uh, in today's terms, we've always been you know kind of fucked the law. Uh, and then we also was the law because you know one of the guys was like the sheriff. Bass Reeves, uh, yeah, Bass, played by uh, Delroy Lindo. Bass Reeves, yeah. Um, he was a, he's a real legendary outlaw, like like not mm. outlaw. He's a real legendary like um, a U.S. Marshal. Yeah, mm. I think he had like a like he had like a legendary amount of arrests, like over three thousand people that he bought in to the Jeez. law. Uh-huh. Yeah, like by himself, like, and he was known for going out there and taking. Taking on the um, collecting like uh, outlaws that nobody else would go after mm. because his name would ring like that, like, oh shit, like Bass Reeves is coming for you. Mm. Like, 
Yeah, he was a bad man, yo. They said that his character um, um, inspired the uh, the Western hero, the Lone Ranger, but they didn't want to give the credit to a black man. Really? Wow. That sounds- yeah, so because of his like legendary feats as a U.S. Marshal, like, yeah, that, that inspired the Lone Ranger, which, uh, you wow. know, the, the Caucasians love the Lone Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Take right yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we I recommend to, checking yeah. that joint out, man. Yeah, I might have to dive into the history of them people a little bit more. It's yeah, man. Very, very yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just like we we got a frat brother. I tell you afterwards, uh, Coach K, we got a frat brother. Like uh, Bass Reeves was his ancestor. That made me actually research him wow, a little man. bit more. That's yep, really he got a um. I think he got like an old picture of Bass Reeves in his house, like in in his in his basement. Uh, that's, that's tough. tough. That's tough. Yeah, man. But yeah, he was he was hard. Cherokee Bill, Cherokee Bill's character, I, like Lakeith Stanfield, did a great yeah. job playing him. Okay. Even right. though I thought he was like, like in the train scene, I was like, that shit hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. I was like, that shit was hard. <laughs> I was like, he's like, I don't particularly like violence, and they proceeded to cut that nigga's legs up. I was like, oh my god, this nigga's bad. <laughs> he definitely played that real cool, man. man I was that like, was this one out. Man. It sound hard. Yeah, you got yeah it. dog. From the beginning to the end, yo, from it's, it's beginning to end. Yo. It's just honestly, it was really just good for a movie like this, like a historic piece. And then mm-hmm. it really ain't got to do no no slavery, like nothing mm-hmm. like that. I'm so sick of seeing those guys. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. So with you. It, it was definitely just fresh, man. Just want to see something new, but you know, yeah. portraying us yeah. in a different light, you know. And then the director consciously uh said, like, look, there will be no use of the n-word in this movie. Mm-hmm. Consciously, they said, like, no, nah, there was no need for it. Like, there was just no need. You yeah. can tell by the racial undertones, even Regina King when the dude, like, you stupid nick. And then like, like Keith Stanfield character said, he could have said nincompoop. And then he was like, we ain't no damn nincompoop. We ain't, right. we ain't, we ain't no nincompoop. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, like yeah. So check that out, Jay. A <laughs> couple of hours of your time, yo. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a good one, though. Yeah, dog. It's a good, good, good movie. Yeah, don't miss Regina yes. in there. Huh? Yeah, bro. Ooh. You know, she's <laughs> good as always. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was man. just me on that one. Even even um every, everybody carried their weight, yo. Even the unknown actors, they kind of like you know the people that you know we didn't know that that played all the other characters. Um, they were good. Um, who is that girl? Because she was in Atlanta, oh. she was in mm-hmm. Deadpool too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. she did good. Yeah, she had a familiar face. Yeah, man, she she did. Um, I think it's Zazzy something. Zazzy beats. Zazzy beats. Uh, yeah, Zazzy Beats, something like that. I don't know Ooh, how is you she say an artist? Is she a singer too? Zazzy Beats? That's uh, her name? That's where her name popped up on the Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. That is. That is that is definitely her name. She's, <laughs> she's, she's a German-American actress. It's B-E-T-Z. B-E-E-T-Z. So like the Joker, but hood. She 30. Man, black right, don't crack. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, everybody. But she did she good. did a great job. She did a great job as a co-star in that movie. But the storyline, man, and 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 Jay, you said you didn't mind that that storyline yeah. is kind of crazy. But 
Like, you know, you, you and it kind of makes me think about like in America, especially like in black culture, like, well, it could be in any culture. Like how many, like how many men do you think like over American history or even African-Americans or even just people period live like two different lives, man? Because mm-hmm. that's really what it was like. Like, like, what did you interpret about the title? Like the harder they fall. Like I kind of yeah. thought my interpretation was the father's like almost like fall from his like rebuilt pedestal to have his son come back and knock him off of it again. Like knock him off of his pedestal because he was an outlaw, and then he be he was like nah like you know and killed his wife, left his son there with his with his mother, and then goes off somewhere, disappears for ten years. Mm-hmm. Well, probably well this over was ten longer years. Than ten, it had to be longer than ten years. Yeah, and then starts his own family, becomes a pastor, becomes a good guy, you know, God fearing good guy, and has another son. And then it's just like you just giving away the whole plot of the movie. He said, "Movie in mind." Talking about spoiler alert. God <laughs> damn! <laughs> if you yeah, yeah, didn't so, watch the movie, act one, scene one. This is what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Man. <laughs> that's a good question, though. Like, we gotta put that in. We gotta put that in the title. title. Yeah, it's like you know, I was trying to figure out. I was thinking about that too. It's like the harder they fall and just watching the whole movie. Like, what does that, that really mean? So I, I am yeah, because you know, also when they was on the train, people. that's when they like really introduced the phrase "the harder they fall." When they was like shooting up the the Confederate soldiers, yeah. that's when they really introduced that phrase. So I was like, all right, so what's this really going to be about? But like y'all said, the ending completely had me fucked up. I was like, whoa, whoa! You said it is on Netflix, right? It's on. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's good it even probably, if it's full, bro. Don't even worry. Yeah, like, I'm gonna check it out in the top ten for sure. It's number one. It's number one. It's number one, number one on Netflix. Hey, yeah, yeah. I know uh, Jay Z, man. He uh, created the Instagram for a day. He gained like two million followers just to, you know tell everybody watch the movie that he bounced. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> look, I don't blame. Him. But you know what? I was real. That's some bullshit. Yeah, I don't it's blame fun. him. But also oh, within the movie, fun, we was man. hearing some Lauren Hill bars. I was like, hold up. Where did Jay Z get Lauren Hill to rap? It's Jay Z. Uh, <laughs> she's rapping. Though. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I definitely gotta check this. Yeah, one you gotta out. check. This <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, right, let's uh, let's let's keep going in, in the rundown, man. All right. So next, kinda, we definitely. Uh, uh, what you want to go to next? I think uh, talking about the other goat would be cool. In brief, briefly, in his mm. interview with the Drink Champs, man. Um, I mean, I really ain't got much to say, yo. It's it's Kanye, yo. He said, I call him the goat. Yo, Kanye's the goat. I'm gonna start with this. Hey, yo. You sounding like Dre out here talking about LeBron, bro. I don't know. (laughs) Chill, yo. Yo, honestly, (laughs) that interview, it was cool for me just to see that nigga just drink, talk shit, smoke. He was drinking too? Yeah, he was he was taking shots of the Henny and all the other shit. Yo, he was he was. This nigga, was, what? He was, I'm yeah. out the loop. What interview was this? Drink. It's he called was, Drink Champs. Drink Champs with Noriega. Mm-hmm. No, you said you said Kanye like, is drinking and smoking on a job. He was just a, Bro, a pastor two weeks ago. <laughs> right. so, Yo, it was it's a picture of him with a him smoking a little doobie for real for oh, real. Oh wow. I'm about to post it on our page later, yo. This is <laughs> wild, yo. You know, I didn't know that this it was is, happening. The, the first thing I seen from this was when he said 
that he the, his biggest regret was signing Big Sean. I'm like, this oh, don't make yeah. sense. That's easily the most successful artist on his rap label. So how you say that's your biggest regret? He's but, bipolar. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely it. like a lot of but his, like that clip is why I did not watch the interview. I was like, he's just talking nonsense. And I seen yeah, that clip yeah. after I heard news that Big Sean and like good music, they just they parted ways. So I'm like, oh, you just mad because Big Sean about to be independent making his own money. You ain't about to make no money off him no more. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but the, I, yeah, I, I won't go too much into that, man. I thought it was a good interview. Uh, some perspective on, on Kanye and all his griefs and gripes and just his, his thought process, man. Does he? I mean, clearly he thinks, but does he? I don't know how does he actually formulate his thoughts and like put them to context with the real world, or is he just living in his head? I mean, he definitely living in his head because like one, he'll be talking about one, they'll ask him a question, he'll go off on that, and the next thing you know, he'll just go super left, like just talking about you know, the future, his family, how they influencing the kids and shit like that. But that had nothing to do with the original question. But it, it's Kanye at the same time. We try to understand him. Like, that nigga just be thinking all over the place. And if he found one little space for, to go off and do talk about something else, he did that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel but, but like... try to, you know, bring him back. I understand that Kanye is a very polarizing figure you put him on an interview anywhere it's going to go off but i think people need to stop taking advantage of him being unmedicated like yeah it's clear that whenever he's like whenever we hear something about kanye it's it's that bipolar taking over like he's going through one of them phases where it's like he's just uncontrollable and is it called a fit? Like, is he like, is he going into like? No, um, it's called a manic. The manic state is what he's going through right now, where it's like he just has really no self control, um, mm-hmm. and so people are just feeding into it, and like his ego's at an all time high, so he's just going to keep going, and then eventually he's going to crash, and then we're going to hear about him being back into like a rehab center or something like a mental institution, and then and six months he'll be back out being wild again because he doesn't have that balance. He don't have anybody in the in the circle that can tell him to shut the fuck up, calm down. I mean I don't I don't feel like he went that off though. I agree with y'all like people it's something that you that can't take advantage of, but I don't feel like he was really in, in that type of space. At least I would hope not. You know his haircut was definitely wild as fuck and they they, they touched on that in his thinking, you know, but you know it kind of makes sense. I might have to watch I the whole thing that. somehow, but from the, all the clips that I've seen, it's just like a lot of hypocrisy. Like he had said something about LeBron James told uh, the the owner of the Lakers after they won the championship that he won that for her, which LeBron James never said in the first place. Yeah, and he like I get his point it was like, oh, we black people are working in areas where black people don't own nothing, but. Kanye has never done business with a black-owned company. Yeezys are by Adidas. His other Yeezy clothing is through Gap. He's done stuff with Louis Vuitton, Nike. What black-owned company has he worked with? So it's just a lot of hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll say you watched the interview. I think he he did kind of cover that, especially when he was talking about Big Sean and signing him to good music. He was like, at the end of the day, that's still just the white label. You know what I'm saying? We was doing 
making music and doing business for for the white label at the end of the day. So it really wasn't really about the contract that they signed. But um, I mean, it was just a different type of insight for real. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it. Maybe we're gonna have to do something in the middle of the week once we all watch it, so we can just break this down to see how crazy this man really is. Yeah. And I ain't gonna yeah, say crazy, no, cool. just how unstable he is. I gotta do I my mean, work on that one. Yeah, Kanye was it's it, it's unfortunate because I felt like what what would have happened like if his career just would have like went a, like a different direction like. He would have stayed the the college dropout route. I, that's what I call it. Just the college dropout trajectory, like graduation, and then you get another graduation college dropout esque album. Mm-hmm. You may not get my beautiful dark, dark twisted fantasy, but you'll get other stuff like within that same realm. Because I still think when he put out beautiful dark twisted fantasy, he was crazy Kanye when he did that. Yeah, that was. It was just a good album. That was definitely. It was. Good. I think he. He's as Kanye has grown more successful, he has weeded out all the yes men around him. Where, like, a graduate, like, we got college dropout, we got a late registration graduation, even 808 and heartbreak. He's got a lot of foundation. Like, that's those are the, the those first three albums his mother, his grandmother, his aunt were alive. 808 and heartbreaks was created because those three women in his life that he held like closest and dearest all died. And then, like, his fiance at that time, he broke up with her. I think, yeah, in between My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is when, like, when he started getting off the brinks. Mm-hmm. And then it's just been, no one's been able to rail him back in since. So I don't... Well, the person that, who, who could rail him back in is no longer with him. You know, and, uh, you know, I just think most, most geniuses are looked at as crazy. Uh, you know, when once his mother dies, just I I never seen that Kanye again. Um, you know, but yeah. like you said, musical genius though. Uh, but uh, well, beats wise, I should say that production, yeah, I, yeah I production, mean, yeah. production. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he he just like you know something like whenever you have somebody with a condition like that, mm-hmm. you always got to be kind of like sensitive with how you talk about it because in, in a sense he got he has a fractured brain. It's almost like let's say you have something like your brain works in like a certain system, like his is just thrown the fuck off, like. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Yeah. In a certain way, it's just it, it's just like the neurons are firing differently. Like I don't yeah. know. This is that's really what it is. It's like a legit chemical imbalance. Um, it was funny because I was just talking to one of my friends about it. She's bipolar. Uh, a couple of days ago, and she like was joking, was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a balanced person." Talking about me, I'm like, "Oh, I never even really thought about it." But mm-hmm. if you bipolar, you chemically imbalanced, and if you don't have someone to bring the other side to balance you out. It's just going to be chaos, and that's why when he's not on his meds to give him that actual balance, and he don't have a person to bring the balance, it's just hell. (laughs) I think most geniuses are like that because they just got so much of their brain power going into one particular skill like that Mm -hmm. they just dominate in, and I'm like, yo, they are hell to be around, though. Like, social skills drop down, like other things drop down because they just like all their genius goes into yeah. one particular skill. Like he just has an, a crazy ear for music. Like his yeah. ear for music is crazy. Yeah, But you like, can't you know, have it all though. Well, something. yeah, that's the thing. His ear yeah. for music is great, but we're taking his genius in one specific 
like skill and we're yeah. attributed to him being a genius all the way around. Well, that's not the case. I mean, no, I don't, I don't think all, anyone is, but you know, I nobody's think that's, a genius all the way around. Yeah, yeah but that's what people are telling him. So he thinks uh, that he can have all these opinions about all this different stuff and think that since he's a genius musically, that his opinions about everything else president. is correct. Yeah, right. Yeah. I like to just sit and listen to him talk, though. You know, it's uh, you can tell that it's there. It's there. It's just you know. It's just all his thoughts are incomplete. So it's yeah. like yes, you. Yeah. He's a he's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. But if you don't fill out your thoughts completely, it's just is yeah. You got to digest your thoughts completely. It's they're, they're undigested thoughts. Yeah, his it, he he has zero filter. Like he doesn't have a filter. He doesn't he doesn't think about stuff before he says it. he he just blurts it out. Yeah. Man, that brother needs a lot of help. Needs a. Needs a lot of people who who can support him. I don't know, man. Hopefully, his next relationship, his next wife, can uh can get him on on track. Yeah, because the one he was with wasn't it, and the one before no. her wasn't it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, definitely know. for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it pushing, man. I I will say I will recommend that interview. Uh, it is long, but you know, whenever you go somewhere, you just got some time to listen. Stuff, man. I think his perspective is interesting. Uh, he also talked about Soldier Boy. Um, when he called him, you know, the top three <laughs> most influential person in music. And then Facts. he kind of just uh, turned on him in that same breath because uh, he didn't put him on his latest album. And then, you know, Soldier Boy being I think, Soulja I think Boy. that could be accurate, though. He's very, I think that's a very accurate description. Because Soldier Boy, I think he probably went to drugs because he was on such a high when he was hot mm. and then he fell so low and became a joke once he wasn't. But then also because he really thinks he, there is a certain level of credit that he should get. Like when you talk about the internet and the space that it is today and how much music we consume on the internet and the ways that we consume music, when you think about the ringtone era, the YouTube, the beginning of the YouTube era, Soldier Boy was the king of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like he, like yo, you had all his, you had all the the various songs, including the hundred thousand fucking crank that's on your ringtone. Like, oh, I got that new crank that. I got new shit. <laughs> it's just the way he's going about it, though. I mean, he a clown. That's it. That's the only thing. Like you a leg- you a legendary clown, and your music is doo doo now. Like it is what it is. Unfortunately, hey, you yo. both can be true. Yeah, yeah but also I think <laughs> doo doo now. Oh my god! This is another doo-doo. situation where we gotta keep people in their place. Where it's like, yeah, Soldier Boy is influential, but not in terms of the sound of the music we listen to, just the way that we listen <laughs> yeah. to the music. So well, the people that should be giving Soldier Boy credit <laughs> is not other rappers. It should be the music executives that are taking advantage of the new model of how we listen to music. No one's making music the way that Soulja Boy made music because that shit lasted for two years and was over. The music doesn't... like the That was a, that was a hot-ass two years, yo. Look, we were 15 and jumping around. That's, we just had a lot of energy at 15, 16, jump around and... <laughs> Crank that, know, whatever. So Everybody was doing that shit. I don't Not care how big and small you was. You was trying to do the crank that, crank that. Look at that shit. Nah, I can. I can. I, still stand I believe that coach that. was not crank that. <laughs> so you know, I was a crank that shit. <laughs> hey, uh, but I mean, yeah, he I does deserve 
Not even in the Mario. You were trying to see. Let me see if I can hit that hole. Not in the Mario. He does deserve credit, but I just don't think he should go about it the way he's going about it. Well, yeah, he's going about it like like a clown. Like he's Uh, (laughs) he's a fucking clown. But like I said, Soulja Boy wants credit from the wrong people. Like it's no rapper that's gonna give him credit because no rappers was listening to Soulja Boy. It was 15, 16 year old white kids for the most part listening to Soulja Boy. is the people that should be giving him credit are like is it the people that are making money off of the model that he created, like the YouTube and the streaming model? That's not nothing that rappers had anything to do with. That's just what they they're forced to. I mean, that's how they promote. They, that's now. how they push their music, though. I think that's how they push their music, and they only do that because boys. the 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 music industry changed because of Soldier Boy. But well, music I, I, I think, music I in itself Drake, did not change. I, mean, I think Drake Drake should thank Soldier Boy. The Jersey Drake, man. <laughs> bar for bar. bar. <laughs> Drake. Drake. Nah, yo. But he he he, he does a good job of, of, of staying relevant, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as it's not always a good thing, though. In that in that in that uh, realm, it is to them, you know, and, and especially to yeah. someone who's looking for. Credit, you know. I mean, uh, not everybody can pull like what Juicy J did and what Snoop mm-hmm. continues to do. Like Juicy J, people don't realize like he made a resurgence. Yeah, like, there's, a, there's a there's a generation yeah. that knows Juicy J for something completely different, different than, than what we know. Yeah. As, yeah, like he got with the hottest thing, Wiz, and you know, yeah. at that time. But yeah, that's he, also he, like we said, like when when you get credit from the people that should be giving you credit. It comes back around to you. I think Soldier Boy is just—I don't know. He just need to go to that little Millennium tour, do his little crank that for three, four minutes. Uh, what else? He got kiss me through the phone, and then you know, Excuse let me. it go. Pretty boy, yeah, pretty boy, Brian. Yeah, just do you go back on all your little retro tours and just make your money, and then you'll get credit off of that, like. <laughs> but it's a big thing too because Bow Wow also was like, I'm not getting the credit that I deserve because everybody comes to the store to see Omarion. But it's like, yeah, nigga, because we was 12 listening to you. We're 30. We don't care about that no more. Like, right. yeah. like their music isn't timeless. Like it's not timeless music. Like you had a time, nigga. You had a time <laughs> limit. It was at one point in time where I probably knew almost every Bow Wow lyric, but now I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing. Not one, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You was the shit when I was in elementary school, though, my nigga. Yeah, but <laughs> he was twelve for five uh, years, that- so you know. <laughs> Hell yeah, this nigga just did not age for like a bad time, yo. Shit. All right, yo. Shout out to Big Soldier, yo. Yeah, to Big Soldier, yo. Draco, King Draco, Big Draco, yeah. <laughs> Boy, hit another another uh Charles Blazer within the culture. Uh Joe Button, man. Oh man. Now, Joe this, Button. this is really a question that we gotta talk about. Do y'all think this was like a a publicity play or this is some real you know news of his? Man, that nigga gay. Yeah, yeah I was going yeah. <laughs> Hey look, it's a couple scenes that was a little questionable. Like that, John, when they hey, when they was interviewing when they was interviewing uh, uh, Quavo in there, uh, the uh, the Migos, yeah. he was a little close. He was a little, he was, you know, what I'm saying? He was a little close. I, 
I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's giving me bad vibes. He's giving me bad vibes. <laughs> I think, I think, no, he, he so nah, let, me, let me just say I was, I was playing LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't strike us down. Joking. It's jokes. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So let me, I'm coming peace. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think he was uh he was trolling on that one, man. Yeah, it could be, though. Could yeah, be. no, no, he was definitely trolling. They, yeah. they went off. And if he was to watch the podcast, he really called it like this shit gonna work. Like yeah. if I was to say that I am gay or bi or whatever, like niggas gonna run with that shit and they definitely and then, did. Yeah, definitely. Like, no, yeah. that was like one of my that was like um uh like a gay dude I went to school with who posted that. Like he came out, I'm so proud of him for coming out. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, yo, let me drop this in the chat. Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> yo, this, is, this is a real sensitive and tough time for that community, man. That community yeah. is very sensitive and they, they'll accept anyone that claims to be a part of them. But nah, this was I'm just so trolling. proud of you for living your truth. I'm just so proud. <laughs> Look, Joe Button has only been relevant for being a, a dickhead for the last year, so he had to try something else. Because no one's watching this podcast. I mean, I haven't watched it since he fired uh, Rory and Ma, so Ma. I, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you nothing that is going on with the Joe Button podcast. And he got uh, some bad bitches too. He has some who, bad bitches. Uh, Joe, Joe Button in his past, yeah. I mean, he got a type. He got a type. Light Joe skin, Biden, big boots. Yeah, he like him yeah. young and light skin, so he can yeah. try and manipulate him. Yeah, what you gonna God, say, son? He's gonna go there. Yo. That's how he like him. He like him. He Joe Button about forty something. He probably like him twenty two. Yeah. What was that? What was that one he had on uh, that reality show? She was bad. Uh, oh. Younger. She was younger than him too. Oh, figure oh, light yeah. skin, light skin, thick. I forgot her name. I'm drawing a blank that, on that. That's name. his type, you know. He like yeah. young, probably used to be a stripper or a, a bartender, and you know, right? He can so elevate their lifestyle. No, nah, nah, what was uh, the chick Joe uh, Budden was with on? Uh, it was one of those reality shows. Let's Google Joe uh, Budden ex girlfriend. To Harry. There we go. Yeah, she, yeah. I'm to Harry fan. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she actually came out and said something like that ain't true. Uh, she she gave me the support. Nah, you said what? The, uh, his ex girlfriend came out with the support. Now nah, his ex girlfriend uh, Tahiri uh, Tahiri said that he was saying yeah, he wasn't gay. She ain't never felt that vibe, and even though they did some things, you know that. that I'm gonna be the them. first to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Maybe. nah, you're not gay, nigga. Yeah, they know gay dudes. Nah, man. Man, That's Joe Budden really be making these joints famous. I'm looking at the list of his ex-girlfriends. I'm like, I never heard none of these people before him. All right, Joe. You know, I hope you get famous, royalties yeah, or something. But yeah. me, I make you famous, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You famous. Yeah, so he strike me as you know who I am. I'm Joe Button. He strike me as one of those. First of all, we don't even say his name right. We put an S at the interview because we don't know real respect this in Joe Buttons. This is Joe name. Buttons. <laughs> is that <laughs> true? <laughs> it's not no button buttons, I guess multiple. Yeah. It really has an S at the end of it. No, it's no, not. but it we say it. That's how we say it. You know, black <laughs> folk. Okay. True. 
<laughs> no buttons. I ain't never yeah, noticed. So, <laughs> I we got two more, two more things on the, on the rundown, yo. They they kind of heavy though. You know, us uh, black men and brothers been going through it as a as a lately, man. Um, we can uh, first touch on our NFL brother, Mr. Rugs. Yeah, Henry Ruggs, man. Ooh, that was hey. a tragedy. NASCAR driver, man. This NASCAR driver. Like I feel like he couldn't have just been drunk. It's got to yeah, be something that, else. That definitely like going one that, that fast? Yeah. Like Question eventually... for y'all, though. Don't they have something in the NFL where, where like, they are coming and pick you up? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, mistake me. Yeah, they do have a service yeah. that's available to those players. Like, yeah, you don't have the drunk draft. Basically, it's just like, like you know, it's it, it's to ensure that the team can retain them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can look at it like, oh yeah, you have the service that's for you, but it's really for your owner. Like yo, stay out of trouble, my nigga. Yeah, it's like those are million dollar legs, right there. Yeah, and they going to jail. <laughs> Yeah. Those million dollar legs are walking going to jail. Yeah. He's running routes in the prison yard. Yeah. That was definitely just a, a tragic story to hear and mm. see, man. Sucks. Yeah. It sucks for the families too. You yeah. Know? It's yeah, a, everybody sure. around. It's like sure. you you look at somebody, it's like it's unintentional, but once you're an adult, it's just like, yeah, no, it's not about an intention anymore. It's about the results and what happens when you do something irresponsible. And it's it, it fucking sucks, man, because... Because when you're a kid, you can say, oh, I didn't mean to. People are like, oh, okay, you know, it's an accident. But yeah. when you're an adult, no. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest. I'm blessed. I, I'm blessed in the fact that I never, like, yo, I've never been caught up on a DUI. Like I've never been caught up on that, but I can definitely say in my young years, I've definitely driven, you know, someone intoxicated and it makes me think like, damn, like, yo, like, you know, fuck, that could have been me. I got a question. I got a question for y'all. Is there any excuse to ever really be drunk? Think about it. Like why? You can't do anything right. You can't drive right. You, 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 you know, can't you. It's hard mm-hmm. for you to protect yourself. It's hard to, you know what I'm saying? Nothing is. Well, you, well, well, first of all, the best place to get drunk high anything is in your own home. In your mm-hmm. own home. Yeah. In your yeah. own home. Like, so that's the, yeah. that's the, that's the place. But then it's just like, it's almost like. Why? Um, um, you ever heard of liquid courage? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like, I mean, like, hey. it, like, is, is there a, the, a all around great reason to get drunk? No, no. I'm Does saying it have its benefits. Yeah. Where I'm at now is, you know, I prefer to be tipsy than drunk. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause I can, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause okay. you know, drunk, you don't want to be, you don't want to be babysat. You don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you, driving drunk period is no excuse for it. Guys don't do that. Um, I've done it a couple of times myself, but you know, um, yeah. you know, it's, I'm sorry, go ahead. We definitely can't promote no, no drinking and driving in this sense. Yeah, it's like, wrong. It's, this I think when it comes to alcohol and like behavior, it's like a lot of mental battles that really, you know, cause negative actions. So mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know what he was going through when he was yeah. driving his car at a hundred miles per hour. One hundred fifty-six. Music. Like that's just crazy, man. Like, what was you listening to? What was on your? That mind? means like, you just put your foot all the way down. All the Basically, way down. Like you put pedal it all the way to the down. metal for real. 
really like to the floor like gone through the floor and, like god damn it's really never no excuse for that i don't care if you got like a ferrari or whatever like yeah not on no regular road yeah it's no reason to go 156 sober so going drunk is right it's no way that you'll be able to stop if anything comes in front of you you're done yeah, like, it's, 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 it's just like effort at that time yeah. and to be honest how the hell is you know the fact that he walked away is a blessing number oh, one that's how I usually it's, it's, happen, al- it's always the drunks because that's you're, how I usually happen. you're not you don't know what's happening so your body doesn't tense up when you get in an accident and mm-hmm. with your body relaxed you just don't get hurt as much it's when you test you tense up and your mm-hmm. muscles are tense that the shit really happens to you because like him and his girl was in the car, neither one of them really got any serious injuries. And now you got to live with that for the rest of your life. Uh, you in know, jail. yeah, the in jail thinking about man, had I made a, a you know a, a, the right decision, I wouldn't even be here. You know, and 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 two people would be alive right now. So, well, yeah, do you I think mean, we make too much of a joke about that? Yeah, in society, like because even, even I mean, like. It's comedy, and I'm not going to take the place of the LGBT community, especially since I've definitely, you know, like I've I've been <laughs> drunk before. Oh, but even when uh, you, you scared me, son. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you said LGBTQ. I definitely... no, I'm not. So I'm what I'm saying is I'm leading to I'm not going to attack Dave Chappelle for this particular joke. Yeah, but I I'm using it as an example when he said, "Yo, I'm going to pick up my son." Like when he was at like nigga, we had the same party. Like, oh, it's like it's it's 10 p.m. or it's 11 p.m. I'm shit faced, but I'd rather go up there and pick him up shit faced. Like you know, like mm. it, it's kind of like even with that, it's just like yo, it's like dog. There's never a reason to drive drunk. Like if someone tried to drive responsibly, and the joke was. I, I'd rather me drive drunk. I'm like, nah, there's no there's no type of way to drive drunk, but it's a joke. It was funny, you know, so yeah. you know, I just want to use that as an example. Like right, I, so think I, I definitely would be lying if, if I told you I, I I've never driven drunk, but you know, when you when you think back on it, it's like what's what you know, what for? When especially when you got Uber and you got all of these other exactly. things. Yeah. Yeah, in like the twenty the twenty first century world, it's like it's really no need to no drive drunk. It's really just yeah. just 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 stupid. But I agree with both of y'all. You know, culture or just the society, like people been there before, man. Mm. And people are taught, you know, the wrong things. Um, I, I remember once saying like, drinking and driving is not really a problem. Drinking and driving is not really a problem. It's drinking then driving. Like mm. either way, like it's, it's yeah. you just yeah, you we can't promote promote it. And even like, even Coach K, like when we used to make moves and stuff, like we we go down to your crib, we yeah. we we pregame, and then they like call an Uber, we take it and they take it somewhere local, right. wherever we about to go, power plant, wherever, mm-hmm. and that's how we that's how we move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, ever since Uber and Lyft and all these these shared drivers, no need. Like, yeah, you really don't have no excuse for it. Yeah, I think it goes, it goes to a couple of things like like Jay has said, like just the drinking culture in America is is just out of control. I I personally think that the, the legal age to drink needs to be raised to like probably 25 because the way that the culture promotes drinking is just absolutely insane. Like we shouldn't be drinking to get drunk. 
Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. and that's yeah. what a lot of the go like that's what a lot of people's goal is they want to drink to get drunk. I'm like, nah, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's it's a lot of uh internal issues with that whole thought process yeah. that you gotta or that we gotta drink to escape from reality when there is no escape from reality. So where are you yeah. going? <laughs> um it's just a lot of things. Cycle. Yeah. And then you know, we also gotta think that this is a Henry Rose is what twenty two, yeah, twenty two uh, year old. One year out of I mean, he been in the league for one year, right? Yeah, he's twenty two. Yeah. It's a twenty two year old millionaire who lives in Vegas. Hmm. I, even if there is a program for within the NFL for players to call if they're drunk, <laughs> I think if you are that young and you live in this place, especially a place like Vegas. You need to. You shouldn't even be able to own a car. Like it's got to be, be some. You should not be by yourself. Yeah. There should be some parameters around what you're able to do, since you you're not owned by the league. But it's so you sign so many different waivers and clauses that everything you do is held accountable for you by the NFL, not just by like local law enforcement. So like yeah. he's not just going to go to jail for this. He's going to have penalties by the NFL. So if they're going to holding people under 25 to certain responsibilities is like asking them to shoot themselves in the foot is they're just going to do something stupid when you had that much money where at 22, he almost got fuck you money for the rest of his life. Like at 22. So that's crazy. And yeah, I think I don't know. It's just a lot to to that could be done to stop this from happening. Because I think if it this is not the first time that an NFL player has gotten into some deep shit after drinking. I think like even like easy, they get in trouble in high, in college about this shit. So I don't understand why NFL teams don't put their billion dollar comp, like teams. They should invest more in like the mental health and just overall safety of their players. But I don't think they give two shits outside of anything they do on the football field. Yeah, I think that's uh, just given the situation is definitely a bigger topic to it. It could be like just accountability, um, you know, alcohol. I think that's definitely just like a conversation that, that could be had for real. Well, I think it's just all about. I think it's about culture, right? I don't. Th- I, I I actually disagree with the age limit because I think about something like you can send after high school. You can go to war. You understand that? Like you can actually go. You you can actually go out. You go use that whole excuse that oh I can go to war and die at eighteen. So why can't I drink at eighteen? Why can't I drink at eighteen? Maybe you, you should. Like, well, maybe we should change the age of going to war. I I I'm not against that. <laughs> But I don't think there's any, I don't think it's right to live in any world whereas the age to go out and give your life in a, like against actual gunfire should be younger than the age to drink or smoke. But why are you attacking drinking and smoking versus the actual military? I think that's what we should be attacking. The I, think, I think both. I think, I think it's both. I think there needs to be a middle ground because it's like, what's the age of, what, at what age do we have like, can we really give responsibility to to make certain decisions? Right? I think if it's scientifically the proven, get, there's certain ages you can get married, and it's young ages. It's like yo, it's like certain stuff, man. It's like 
So, like, with age mm-hmm. across the board, can you make these life changing decisions? Because all of these can mm-hmm. be life changing. I think it's scientifically proven. Married, drugs, yeah. like, you know, d- drinking, smoking, all of these, but all of them have different fucking ages. Because at it's, 21, you, you you still pretty much, uh, uh, you know, your brain isn't fully developed until you're 25. Yeah, so, there we go. 25 yeah, is. So, you think that, so, Drake, would you be cool with all of this being available at 25? Yeah. All of it? Because I think all of that I mean, stuff, honestly, you, if your brain is not fully developed, you're damaging your brain from fully from being able to fully develop. So we should be making life and death, life and death decisions without having the full function of our brain. I know it sounds crazy sounds for us good. to say that 25 is an old age, but 25, we only think 25 is old because we we are under the, we live that once you turn 18, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But we know that once you turn 18, you can't do whatever the fuck you want. I think we're, I think America has an issue with making children adults way too soon. In the black community, it mm-hmm. does it even younger than what America does. So mm-hmm. at 13 or 14, we'll start calling our, our boys little men. No, you're not a little man. You're still a boy. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. You're still a boy. You need to listen to adults. I don't. I don't give a shit. You're a boy. I don't think that's. I don't think that's a, a black community or America thing, because in certain cultures they prep you for manhood at thirteen. They prep. Like, they prep I mean, you they do have they, like they, they rights of passages. Right, but in those communities, you have to prove yourself to get that title. We just give it to them because they turn thirteen or fourteen. It's completely different. We don't just in the black community. They turn 14, 15, 16, and we automatically say, "Oh, you're a man now." They've done nothing to prove that they're a man. Why are we giving these people, why are we giving these kids the title of being an adult when they have done nothing to prove themselves as being an adult? That's solid. I think pushing the, the, the drinking age 25, it sounds good, but. Uh, oh, I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm just saying yeah, for. It would be a good idea. For yeah. the health of our country, and I don't even give a fuck about a country, for our future children, drinking at 21. And I always say 25 to be the legal age because there's no param because it has to really be taught at a younger age. Like in in Europe, they allow their kids to drink under supervision at 14, but it's not like that as much. And like some some cultures do it, but it's not usually when you drink as an adolescent, you're sneaking behind an adult to do it. So you don't there's no control. I think if you can if you start in a controlled environment, when you get 21 and you're able to legally buy alcohol, you're not going to go crazy. But because it's always a thing that's done behind and supervision, like without supervision, and even goes back to prohibition where it's like, this was illegal, so we're going to go crazy because we don't know how long we're going to be able to do it. When we're kids and we can't legally buy alcohol, we overdo it because we don't know the next time we're going to be able to do it. And that when we learn at that young age, that's just a continued pattern through adulthood until you just end up getting sick and tired of it. If you end up getting sick and tired of it and you change your pattern. But people were sneaking, grown men were sneaking alcohol during prohibition. Like they were still doing that's, it. That's like, my point. Because it, because, it was, because because it was something that you were not able to do. It's just something within right. the human DNA to always make you want to do system. it. Yeah. So when so why would the age of 25 help that? Because because when it's something is illegal, it's uncontrolled when it's being used. It's like any drug that's illegal, the reason that people overdose is because there's no control. If you make something legal, 
is the chances of you overdosing or doing too much with that substance decreases. So if you if you give someone the controlled access to alcohol at a younger age, when they become older, the chances of them becoming an alcoholic or abusing alcohol will be lessened. Okay. But since so what since, there is, since there is no parameter behind controlling alcohol at a younger age, it needs to become legalized at an older age. Or just make it more controlled at a younger age. How you yeah, because honestly, what I think when I think, yeah. when I think <laughs> if you do 25 and we really gotta start wrapping this up for because we're about to hit that mark <clears throat> but when we hit 25 it's like you at the age where you already probably graduated college so i'm thinking of like all the college students that would be underage but still imagine all the alcohol poison that happened at y'all school all the alcohol all the Ooh, alcohol poison that happened at y'all school i i don't i don't think it would have been it, I, it probably could have been more if, if they it would have been less because how many 25 how many 25 year olds are on, on college campuses but almost not going to be at a at, they're still going to be at an age and a point where they want to drink yeah so but where they, they get, alcohol, get their from? alcohol regardless from where? From oh where? we did that no you got it there because there were 21 year olds and you if, if you go to a college campus the 25 year olds are the professors if there's a will there's a way <laughs> yeah, like yeah, got, that's what I'm saying. I went like, to school to seventeen. Like, like think we about weed, nigga. Like, come on, dog. Yeah, like, we found a way. Think they people found a way. Yeah. Well, they, I'm not saying that people won't find a way. <laughs> I'm not saying that people won't find a way. I'm just saying that it lessens the opportunity for it to happen. Shit is nothing is ever 100 foolproof. It's always going to be something that slips yeah. through the crack. That's yeah. why they say hope is 99.9. You have people making drug deals with liquor. Like That's that. fine, but you also have some people that got that move on me, shorty. Got that the law. That's moonshine for you. Yeah, I got moonshine. that pint. So, <laughs> yo, that's a good TV show. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Oh, yo, <laughs> what? Oh, that this, this modern day prohibition or some yeah, some yeah. some version of it. Man. You know, Why? like oh. something. I got that. Thing. I, I got it on me. I got me. Oh, you got it today? Okay. Pull nah, out a Dre, bottle of some shit. Pull out a bottle of whiskey and shit. <laughs> Dre, I definitely see what you mean, though. With the, uh, you know, just 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 raising the 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 legal limit, um, but it's gonna be a lot to come with it. Oh, it's not know? gonna happen. But I'm just saying yeah. that we need a. There has to be more control over people whose whose brains aren't fully functioning to be able to make these life and death decisions. And I'm not just I'm not just attacking yeah. Drake. I'm just saying. Yeah. When you are young enough, when you're too young to make a decision to really understand the 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 lifetime repercussions from this decision, we need to put limits on you being able to make those type of decisions. Deep, deep. Even like when we it comes to marriage, I think if you're gonna be able to get married at 18, then like you should be able to annul it within the first two or three years, and it be like no repercussions. Okay. That does sound like man. You go go and run for office, brother. Yeah, yeah Drake like president. Like Drake for president. You know nobody voting for my black ass. Oh, but, you know, man. I appreciate the love. <laughs> hey, uh, do we want to talk about this last little topic? Or Drake shows for the I just want to say. I just want to send out my my uh, condolences, man, and. Um, it's just another another crazy situation. I really don't want to talk, get on, you know, too much about it, especially because it's still a fresh story. It's we fresh, really yeah. don't know all the details. Yeah, what's going to come out of it, man? 
but um just you know the eight people that lost their lives in astral world um and all the other chaos man that was happening down there in texas man i just want to send my condolences out yeah, man. Yeah, because yeah, I'm gonna keep, you know, yeah. music festivals, and now Travis Scott's fan base is not anyone that I would really enjoy being around anyway. So, mm. I will say I went to a Travis Scott concert before. Really? It, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, the it first Astro World. It, it was. Yeah, yo, that shit. It was special, but his fans are different. I, his fans, they yeah, you know, they really uh, go to bat for him. They, right. Yeah, they they be in the yeah. mosh pits type. They go to yeah. bat for him before was, anything. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, go to bat. They don't really be caring about the people around. As hell. Yeah, but you know, I think he handled the situation the best he could. Um, you know, it seemed like he didn't know too much about it when it was happening. Um, but afterwards, uh, he definitely sent out his his uh, heartfelt condolences and. I saw that Ronnie Rich um, wanted the family to reach out to the family and heal uh, everything that he uh, received in performance. He's going to give it to the families that lost, uh, you know, lives. Oh, that's, so that's, that's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, man. So um, that's that's it for that one, man. Yeah, we ain't gonna say much on that. So I think we done for yeah. the day. Yep, yep. All right. Oh days, man, I guess. <laughs> Let's wrap it up, yo. Final words, last thoughts. Until next time. Um, yeah, with me simple. Don't drink and drive. That's it. Yeah, uh, for me, I guess, you know, just if just fucking think about what you're doing and what's any possible repercussions for your actions because, you know, the worst could happen. And you know, you just gotta prepare yourself for the worst. And I guess I'll say I'll second what I said earlier. You know, anything that you are going through, you know, just just understand that you can make it through. Uh tough, tough times don't last, tough people do. Yep, yep. Hey, that's a bar. Hey, hey you stay bars. with the one liners, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, man. We're gonna have hella shirts with your quotes on it. Yo. We're gonna <laughs> right. <have> your <laughs> from. <laughs> one take Jake. As always, man. It's it's just a pleasure to to link up with y'all, check in, just wrap it up on the things that's been going on in the world, man. Um to all my other brothers out there, man. Just Steady holding it down, man, and, and uh, grinding and growing, yo. That's that's a line that's I'm gonna stick with me, man. Uh, do it every day, man. Something gonna come positive, and everything gonna happen as it should, man. Yep, yep. Oh, and as so always, make time. sure y'all follow us yep. on uh, on Instagram, WDB Podcast, uh, YouTube. This is What's Good Bro Podcast. Like and subscribe. Um, you know, the Facebook page is there if you can find it. <laughs> Hey, hey yeah. did you know Facebook? They got a um, they got like a podcast section now. They, oh, they're really? doing something new, which honestly it might be kind of good for us. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try to find the good right. and send y'all yeah. and see what y'all think. Yo. Oh yeah, live live streams coming soon. Guys. Yeah, live yeah, about to see a lot more. Soon. But we took a little break, yeah, but you know yeah. we gone for a minute, but we back with a jump off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> about to be so. <sighs> Just keep about to be busy. With yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, yo. Just keep riding with us, though. It's going to be a good time, man. We're here for the brotherhood, the culture, and the community, dog. Yes, sir.
All right, brother.